Good morning and welcome to the podcast, Embracing Homemaking. I am your host, Leah Coleman. Um, This season is about goals and embracing our goals. And um, this last podcast on Tuesday, I talked about um, decluttering and a couple books I recommended. And um, this one particular book I was reading is helping me um, just be more inspired again to keep what is what I love in my home, not just stuff. And so that has helped me a lot with that goal of just being surrounded by calming rooms. I did end up cleaning my dresser off and, um, oh, it feels so much nicer. And then the desk and the kitchen that I despise is cleaned off and I'm actually utilizing that. Um, I would like to change that space, but for right now it's a desk. My long-term goal at some point is to take that desk out Um, and put a chair and a little, I don't know, a little dresser or end table there. So it can kind of be a sitting area because our kitchen has a little table in it, kind of like a snacking table. Um, And then we have our dining room that we use all the time. And so it'd be kind of nice just to have a cute little sitting chair in there with a little end table that I can put my phone books in. And um, Ty has his little coloring, coloring book drawer and stuff. Um, that would be a long-term goal. But anyway, I've really enjoyed that book that I've been reading um, and just refocusing my mind and how I view things in my home to keeping what I love and um, what makes sense for our home and not just keeping stuff because um, because I bought it at one point because I loved it at one point. Um, for instance, there's this little tin cup, like a Laura Ingalls Wilder cup that We had purchased back when we visited Laura Ingalls Wilder's home in DeSmit um, many years ago, and I loved it then, and it served a purpose of memories, but I am done with that little decorative tin cup, and so I just put it in the stash to go to the Goodwill, and somebody else can enjoy it, and um, yeah, just keeping stuff in my home that I love helps whittle it down. And it makes it way more enjoyable. And I will say that the clutter, the piles of papers or whatever is cluttering is actually the the problem. It's not, I don't think that I have a ton of stuff. Um, eh, maybe I do. I know the basement needs to be redone. I do that basement all the time. It's an unfinished basement. It's where we store stuff. And it's where I have a new pantry area, um, another one. And, oh, it is, it is it's cringy. I can't stand it. I'll get it organized. And then two months later, it is a disaster. And I'm pretty sure it's not me. Know what I mean? So that is also on my to-do list is to get that back in order. Um, yeah, I'm glad it's in the basement, but also being in the basement that is unfinished, it gets forgotten about. And then it's, it's, it's not, it's not pretty to look at. But I think it really just takes organization on that part, not a whole lot of decluttering because it's just tubs of stuff, Christmas decorations, kids memorabilia. Um, A lot of the tubs got shifted from where it was organized when Jason put in my new shelves for my extended pantry. And so that's actually been the problem is is the tubs were placed in the middle of the floor instead of being organized. Okay, so anyway that is going to be a chore. And, um, but anyway, on to goals, another goal of mine for 
this 2021 year, um, one of the things I've been working on is my Zig Ziglar goal setting book, which in it, I don't know if I mentioned it in my last podcast. I can't remember. Um, Tuesday was so long ago. Um, in it, he says it takes 10 to 20 hours to fill this, fill this goal setting workbook out and get started. He's not kidding. Like it takes thought people. It takes thought. Like it makes me work and I will work on it for a little bit. And then I have to put it down and go mull it over. And, um, it is a great tool. I will say that. Um, and I'm really thankful for it. And, um, but it is a lot of, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to set goals. Um, to set goals, to have goals. Hmm, yeah. But to do and implement those goals and the strategy to, to accomplish them. Wow. It's a lot of work. No wonder why people give up on their new year's resolutions by the end of January, but I am determined that I am going to finish well. Um, it is rather invigorating each day to go through the goals, to think about them, to work on them. And, um, yeah, it is, it gives you a purpose. It gives you something exciting to look forward to. So again, on Tuesday, I talked about the goal of having things in my home that I love, um, and decluttering and and stuff like that. Um, and today I'm going to start out by talking about one of my goals this year. It sounds really silly and it sounds really simple, but it, it isn't because it takes, um, it takes planning and, um, being dedicated, committed to this goal. One of them is to have a green vegetable at least once a day. This week has been green beans or green beans combined with broccoli, um, at supper. And that way we all get a green vegetable, you know, those are the best, um, the greener, the better. And, I've really appreciated that because I know we are getting that vegetable in. Um, we also take me and the kids take these juice plus, um, vitamins. Are they vitamins? Yeah, I guess you could call them vitamin. They're capsules, they're fruit and vegetable capsules. So like, um, it's really hard to get all the fruits and vegetables in your, in your system each day, um, just by eating them. And so we take these capsules. So I'm very thankful for those. Um, but along with that, I wanted to be very diligent and committed to a green vegetable at least once a day. And this week it's been supper and it's been green beans or green beans and broccoli. Um, and Ty, our youngest, he loves, he really does love vegetables for the most part. Um, the other ones, they'll take a little bit. Bailey, our, our senior and Taylor, are, you know, the older kids, it's kind of hard to be like, you got to eat your vegetables. They're kind of young adults, so they can kind of make their own decision, but they're pretty good about it. I would say that. They do like the healthy food. Um, like this morning I made, um, butternut squash pancake or waffles. I mean, and I was really, really excited about this recipe because I'm getting squash in our system, in our bodies with all the good nutrients, um, in a, in a fun form, um, in the form of waffles. And so I also posted that recipe on my blog at happenings at the Coleman And so you can get that there. Um, I found the recipe on Pinterest, of course, 
and I tweaked it to work with us. And um, I did a single, like it, it made, I think eight waffles. I think it made eight waffles. You know, waffles are thick and they're filling. And so I would say that eight was good. If you want to have extra so that your teenage son who eats like a horse or a elephant or a, I don't know, like a lion who eats all the time. If you want to have extra on hand for a snack after school, I would double the recipe. And I wish I would have, because I don't care if the kids eat that for a snack, like Ty, he loves, you know, pancakes. We had pancakes Monday morning. And so Monday after school, it was a really good snack. Um, cause I make them pretty healthy, raw sugar, raw milk, good flour. Um, we use pure maple syrup. We don't use the syrup at the store with all the chemicals in it. And um, so I, it doesn't bother me that they have that. So I wish I would have doubled it to, so that there would have been a lot extra for snacks. But anyway, I didn't, I think there's one pancake left or waffle left anyway, super, super good. The butternut squash brings an element of sweetness to it. Um, and along with the waffles for breakfast this morning, we had eggs with diced up bacon in it, which I absolutely love. And, um, we always have eggs. I've talked about that before. And so, yeah, my, my dedication to eating healthy, um, is the one vegetable, um, every day for one meal. Um, and then also not bringing any food. I don't even want to say food, food, like substances into the house with high fructose corn syrup, um, on the ingredient list. It is terrible. High fructose corn syrup is terrible. We watched a documentary. Um, we like to watch documentaries on health and I can't remember which documentary it was. It's been a while, but this guy on there, I think he was a doctor. He said if he could get rid of one thing in the American diet, like just take one thing out of the American diet, it would be high fructose corn syrup because it is so bad. And it is literally in everything, everything. I already tried to be diligent about it not having high fructose corn syrup, but, um, it, it literally is in everything. That's why you have to check ingredients. Um, we had to go to a wrestling, a wrestling tournament Saturday, Bailey cheers for that. And, um, so I was getting our lunch packed and I packed up, um, I didn't have time to make hard boiled eggs because of the new year holiday and we were gone and blah, blah, blah. And so I went to the grocery store and I bought hard boiled eggs, which was really good. And I bought, I was like, okay, sunflower seeds, not the shelled ones, not the ones in the shell, but the ones without the shell. Cause that would be really easy to eat. Ty and Bailey could eat them because they can't eat peanuts. Um, and I also grabbed a, a container of peanuts for Jason and me and the other kids if they wanted some. And I try to be very careful about getting, you know, not the, the candy coated ones, um, and it said dry roasted on there. And I don't know why I think my brain just shut off because I picked up the container of sunflower seeds and I picked up the container of peanuts and put them in my, um, cart and, um, we got to eating them. And Jason was like, these, both of these, the peanuts and the seeds have high fructose corn syrup in it. And I was like, what in the world? So people, you have to check your ingredients, stay away from high fructose corn syrup. Um, anyway, so I was really bummed about that. And like I said, I think my brain just glitched at that point because usually I get the peanuts and the seeds that are just, just the peanuts and the seeds. And 
I, I could tell that these had a coating on it, but it said dry roasted and whatever. It was Saturday. We had just been on a whirlwind trip for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And we were headed out on another whirlwind trip for the day and night. And so I just wasn't thinking straight, but I was really, I'm still disappointed about it because hello, it was the very second day of January and I had already brought high fructose corn syrup into my health, into my health, into my house, into my health. And so be very diligent. So that is along with one vegetable a day. It is also no high fructose corn syrup brought into this house at all. In fact, Jason and I talked about how, um, I was like, you know, back in Laura Ingalls day, um, if she got a piece of candy for Christmas, she was so excited because they never had candy. Candy wasn't everywhere. It was literally a treat. And now we get it everywhere. It's all over the stores. It's everywhere you go. There's candy, candy, candy. And, um, and I said, I want it to be where we don't bring candy into our house because the kids are going to get it plenty other places. I mean, if they, if they get an award for something, what do they get? They get candy. If they go and they're a good kid at the library, what do they get? They get a sucker. And, um, and so my, that is another part of my being committed to healthy this year is to not bring candy into the home. Um, I know during the holiday season, this last, the Christmas season, um, Ty had gotten a little mini, like a mini candy cane at school for, I don't even, I don't know what it was. I think it was from the superintendent, which he's super good. Um, anyway, he had eaten that candy cane, which he usually knows not to, because I am so like, you can have a teeny tiny bite. Um, but he ate the whole thing on the way home from school and guess what? He started to not feel well. And, um, and I was like, I bet it was that candy cane. I'm not kidding you people. And then um, over Christmas break, Santa brought him a full size candy cane, which was on his wish list. And I was like, okay, yeah, you can, but you can just have a tiny little bite, like once a day, maybe not even every day, but just a tiny bite. Well, I was out for a while one day and he ate like half the candy cane while I was gone. And he started to not feel well. So I am convinced that it is the amount of sugar packed into such a small form. Like even when, if he gets a dumb, dumb sucker, he is only allowed two to three licks off of it. And then we throw it away. And I don't even care for the two to three licks. Um, so yeah, I'm just super committed to our health and not being the one bringing the candy because they will get plenty other places. So I'm very excited about it. Um, again, it's going to take a lot of being committed, being diligent. Um, it does take a lot of planning. Like when we go to wrestling tournaments and, or basketball games for Jake, um, or when Taylor's in cross country or in track, especially track, cause those are really long. Um, it does take a lot of planning to have good food for us and there's six of us. And so if we're all going on the trip, it takes a lot of planning, but even if only part of us go on to the sporting event, 
and part of a stay home, those people staying home still need healthy food too. So yeah, it takes a lot of planning. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of thought, um, commitment, commitment, commitment. And that's what I'm committed to. And that is one of my goals for 2021 and just in life in general, it's not going to end in 2021, but it's just like, Oh, fresh start 2021. Um, this is what I want to do. And so we're going to be committed fresh vet or not fresh necessarily, but green vegetables once a day, no high fructose corn syrup brought into this house and no candy brought here by me and Jason. You know, if the older kids buy something, that's fine. That's their deal. Um, I mean, Jake knows Jake has a pretty sensitive, actually all of them do. They all feel pretty crummy when they start deviating from our, um, healthy eating. We're not perfect by any means. I mean, definitely not. We like our sweets. I've talked about that. Um, but they all feel pretty crummy when they deviate from the healthy eating. And so, um, they pretty much know Jake has had some pretty hard, sick lessons being sick from eating poor food, food like substances too much where he's gotten really sick. And so he knows too. I mean, he's 14. He just turned 14 in November and he is very aware and he'll thank me. He'll be like, mom, I really missed our healthy eating. Um, recently he said that I can't remember where we were, what we had done. And maybe it was just the holidays with all the extra sweets around, but he was like, Oh, I really do like our, our healthy eating because you feel better. You just do. You have more energy. Your body works better. Your mind works better. You sleep better, you feel better, you work better, your moods are better. I mean, there's just so many benefits of being committed to a healthy eating lifestyle. I hope your guys' um, goals are going well. I would love to know what they are. Um, and yeah, as we just keep plugging along in this goal setting and reaching our goals and um, doing better, maybe we won't. Our goal is to obviously complete them. Um, like somebody said on a podcast, even if you have not completed it, but you've done more than nothing, that is still really good. So carry on folks, keep goal setting and reaching your goals. Have a great day.